It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed just the way that you know it's it's gone like this. And but yeah. you know I'm I'm I don't know I I'm just one of these people at the end of the day I almost wish we were saying run it back, run it. Can we run it back? Because the team that you had and what they were able to do, I just I looked at it. They were ankle injury away from being in the finals. Yes, yeah, one way to put it, Max. But I don't know, man. I don't know if those if you bring back the exact same team, maybe you get the same exact results, man. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, it's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. I am Josue Pavone, joined by Cedric Maxwell and uh, Max. We gotta we gotta talk down Celtics Nation, man. I don't know how where people stand forty eight hours after the Marcus Smart trade, but there's still that feel, right, where people are just like, "Is this the right thing?" And of course, if you haven't heard already, where have you been? Three team deal, Celtics acquire Kristaps Porzingis. Pivot from the Los Angeles Clippers, which would have included Malcolm Brogdon in the deal, but instead it was uh, Marcus Smart heading to Memphis, which is a team that showed a lot of interest in Marcus Smart. And of course, with their uh, John Morant being suspended for 25 games, it's an ideal fit for the Memphis Grizzlies. But what does this mean for the Boston Celtics acquiring Kristaps Porzingis, another 20 point, 20 plus point score to complement Tatum and Brown? But if they had to sacrifice. Marcus Smart, and that's where we stand right now. This episode of the Maxwell Podcast. We'll break that down. We'll talk about the Chris Paul trade. But first things first, Max, uh, what's your what's your feeling on it, man? I'm sure it's, it, the last 48 hours have changed somewhat, right? What's your take? You know, I think initially it wasn't good, you know, because I'm such a huge Marcus Smart fan. Uh, to lose him anyway, to me, was like something like, it's like you, you love supporting your family. And I'm sure that's what a lot of the Celtic Nation did. Uh, felt like you know, it was part of one of their own had gone. And um, But, you know, the thing you start realizing about basketball, and you have to realize it, and uh, it's, it's, it's a business. I think that's the last thing I, I got out of the uh, – talked to a couple of people who said Marcus took it really tough, you know, being traded. Uh, you know, he thought that you know, he was the last one to go. He thought he was going to be the last one on the ship. Yeah. You want to spend and, his whole career in Boston, yeah, and, and, and then to 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 move him, uh, like I say, it did take a hard. I got out a tweet to him. I told him, I said, at the end of the day, you can have all these things, but you have to be also in a situation where you got to realize it's business, 
It's a business situation. Right. So I think that Marcus is okay now, but uh, again, it's just it just hurts when you think about you know who he's done, who he is, and what he's done for this franchise. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so, uh, you know, some I can't wait for the I can't wait for the first night he comes back. You know, the standing ovation. Oh, the tribute video, oh yeah, video, you know. I hadn't even thought about that until now. Me, me, and my my daughter, who is kind of you see, she's over there in the in the green. She's over there, you know, with her with her niece. She's sitting there. Probably can't see her, but she's someplace in there. She was the first thing she says is, "Hell, Marcus Smart was so damn loyal. He he dyed his hair green." And she said, "Yeah, yeah he's got to change that." <laughs> How'd that work out for him? So I think that a lot of people are looking at it in a situation that uh, it is tough. It's it's very tough. But um, now let's go on the other side. What does Christoph Paul What does he bring to the, the table? Uh, he's a he's a twenty point uh, game score. Uh, he's a guy who probably is going to score the, where the Celtics really got hurt where they weren't, they didn't get easy baskets in the paint. And you think of that, you think that's where you get a guy who is seven foot four, who can get some easy uh, baskets around the rim with post-ups. You know, he is a three-point threat, no doubt about it. But I think he also can do a little, uh, he can do a lot of damage in that mid-range area, especially around the paint. And the Southerns haven't had that in a while. And that's what killed them in the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah. just not having someone that could do that for you on the opposing side. It was what Joel and B doing that against you, you know, like so now they kind of have a response to that. And I love the way they would look against a team like the Miami Heat, which obviously if you're the Celtics, you have to keep that in mind. A team that, you know, knocked you out of the playoffs and is probably gonna come right back around and, and try to do it again. So yeah, I, again, I, I from the very beginning I just knew going into this offseason that they're going to address the front court and they're going to use one of their guards to to do that. And that I think it was going to be Marcus. No, but do you get a better return? I don't think so. Right, Max? Like, can you I can't see them getting a better return in terms, again, of addressing that particular part of their of their roster. Right. Addressing the front court, bringing in front court help because, you know, they need it. You know, Rob's not always healthy. Al's not getting any younger. I mean, we've been saying this for weeks now. So this is sort of – I think this is Brad Stevens' like top choice. And I think when he came down to it in the final hour, when mm-hmm. the names switched up and he had to pivot over to another team because he's like, look, I'm not going to wait for the Clippers to tell me no in the final hour. I'm going to set things up already. And I think this is a deal he probably already had lined up as a backup plan because for Memphis to go ahead and pull the trigger as fast as they did, it just shows that, right? But, again, I don't think this is a, a move where you're like, Oh well, man, really, this organization it, was like we have to get rid of Marcus. We have, we have a Marcus Smart problem. I don't think that was the case. But really, is it Memphis or is it really Washington, who you know gets off an asset like that? Yeah. And what does Washington get back? You know, they got uh, Jones that came in. I don't think that you know that, that what did Washington really gain other than getting yeah. rid of a, a big salary? Yeah, maybe, that's what they're doing though, right? Maybe it's, it's Washington. Like, it's, because it's of the new a, CBA, yeah, yeah, maybe it's just a serious salary dump. Yeah, because Washington didn't get didn't get back anything that I looked at and went, wow, you know, they're building for the future. I think they got right. a couple of picks and Jones, and uh, you know, they they went and got Jordan Poole. Uh, so Washington really right. is reconfiguring it's, it's their whole yeah. uh, as a, as a team. Yeah, and I think Brad knew that going into the offseason. Like he he had. He's had Porzingis on his radar, man. Like he knew what Washington's gonna do. 
Washington showed them what, what they're doing, right? Uh, giving up, just trying to, to shave off as much salary as they can and just well, hit the reset button. But is it really that much of a salary dump that they did? It got rid of also Bradley Beal. Bradley yeah. Beal was involved. That was the first domino. So you're telling yeah. me you got Bradley Beal, you got Porzingis out of there. Uh, you know, a couple of people right now are trying to get long-term contracts. Kyle Kuzma wants a long-term deal. He turned down, I think, $18 million a player option. So Washington is going to be interesting to see what they've done. But, man, the way they pulled that trigger to get Porzingis out of there and what they got back in return, that really was kind of crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. I mean, it seems like Boston and, and Memphis came up way bigger than anybody. You know what I mean? But – as they say, right? Brad got the best player in the trade. I mean, that's that's always the the where you want to be when you're trying to stretch this championship window out. And I think that's what uh, he's doing essentially. Uh, Hopefully, he's not you, a rental. Are you and I going to look? Are Celtic fans going to look at this from afar with Marcus Smart leaving and think about the days that he controlled the initial point of attack, what he did on the defensive end? Are we going to are, are Celtic fans? Or did or or the way that Derek White played this year? Did he make Marcus Smart expendable? When you think about how Derek White was so good defensively, maybe that's what happened at the very end of the day. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet five dollars will get one hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and president of Massachusetts. First online real wager money only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends on September 18, 2023. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemptions requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel any time. Very special guest here on the podcast. Making his debut on the Century Maxwell podcast. Spurs legend Sean Elliott. Spurs champion legend. His, his number hangs in the rafters in San Antonio, man. Sean Elliott, welcome to the show, man. It's great to have you. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Anything for Cedric, boy. I, I grew up watching this man play. You, you know what I mean? And, I got to hear I stories. Did, and I didn't like the Celtics, boy. I just didn't like you guys because you always beat my 76ers. It was always a good matchup. And I was a big Dr. J fan, Mo Cheeks. And, yeah, you know, the Celtics, they were, they were my nemesis team. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was out of respect, yeah. though. It was out of respect. Wow. I find it hard you saying that. But, boy, you told me something. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get right to it because it's stuck in my mind for probably a couple of months now. Uh, San Antonio's playing Boston in Boston. 
and you talked about the first pick in the draft. And could you just go back over what you told me? Because it stuck with me. You're like, if he come, if he goes to another NBA team, he is going to be very good. If he comes to the Spurs, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, maybe the greatest of all time. Wow. Uh, you know, you know why I say that though. Uh, you just look at the history of our player development. I mean, you go down, down the line. You can start with David Robinson and Tim Duncan, you know, obvious number one picks, and you have the raw materials already there, the talent and the drive. But look a little farther down. Look at Tony Parker at 29. Look at Monte Ginobili at 50-something where we picked him. Look at Kawhi Leonard at 15. Wow. All the guys, Hall of Famer. Uh, look at what we did with DeJounte Murray at, at 29. He ended up being yeah. an all-star uh, before we traded him to Atlanta. So we've been, these last four years or so, we've been picking at the bottom of the draft, and it's a byproduct of having a lot of good years. Uh, but we've turned that talent into something. And, you know, I just feel like we have the best player development in the league. And I, I feel like we have the best uh, system. And we have culture. You know what I'm talking about, Cedric. We have culture here. Not every team has culture. When you think about uh, organizations that have culture, you think about the Spurs, think about the Miami Heat. Then you have to start stretching a little bit for teams that continue to do things the right way year after year after year, and, and they stick to their principles instead of you know switching coaches after two or three years because they don't get it done, uh, You know, switching out players, giving up on young players, which is maybe my biggest pet peeve that happens around the league. You draft a guy that's 19 years old and two or three years later, you're getting rid of him because he hadn't led you to the championship. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. And so, you know, we just have stability here. Uh, we have a lot of guys that he can, uh, you know, fall back on and talk to, uh, you know, there's David, Timmy, uh, Manu is a consultant with the team. He's always around. And so those guys are going to always be around to lend advice uh, be there for him if if he you know ever reaches out or he needs anything, and I just didn't see the rest of the teams that were around and that had a chance to get him have those type of resources, that type of track record. One well, of the things, that, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go I was going to say real quick. I'm, I'm really glad you said that because when I first when I found out the same when you, we all found out was San Antonio is going to have the number one pick, I thought you know what, it's been a while. You know, it's been about 20 years since they had a, a pick like that. Because like you said, they're getting these late first rounders, second rounders, and, and blossoming them into into right. the stars. But they hadn't had a number one pick like this. So I was just really wait, happy. Hey, just wait. Give, me, give, me, give me a break, okay, about San Antonio <laughs> not having lucky picks. You know, you I get mean, David Robinson, then you turn around and get Tim Duncan. Give me, give me a break. That these was 20 years ago, man. These guys have been good, <laughs> and they've also been lucky. And that, and you yeah. can't, you know, you can't compromise on how good they are. Another thing, they're the only game in town, and I think that helps yeah. out their system because they don't have. And then, obviously, you have Greg Popovich, who has been a, a mentor, a genius, has done it in his own way. But man, that that whole San Antonio thing, man, it doesn't irk me. I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator when it comes to that. <laughs> but I, I also look at. Tim Duncan, and I told him, uh, it must have been about three or four years ago, I saw Tim Duncan going on the court, and that was when the Celtics had an opportunity to get the first pick in the draft with Rick Pitino. Tim Duncan walks on the court, and I tell Tim Duncan, I said, there you go. 
there go three or four of my damn rings right there because you didn't come here. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me, he just he just started laughing, but it was like, but I I I, I love what San Antonio brings to the to the floor and what they have. But it just seems so unusual that you guys could go through that ugly stretch the way you did, and the damn coin comes up San Antonio mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it. Serendipity is what we've heard a few people say. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's hard to fathom that you get in those three years where you have three, you know, franchise-changing players and you come up with the number one pick. You know, I can't explain it, but, you know, if you look at uh, the last 20 years or so, of I think Cleveland's had what three number one picks yeah uh, you know there have been other teams that have had multiple number one picks uh, maybe it wasn't uh, a generational player but you know they had their opportunities to uh, turn their franchises around and you see a lot of those teams still in the lottery I mean uh, Houston had the third pick last year and the second pick the year before they're still in the lottery Detroit had the first pick three years ago 10th pick last year they're still in the lottery. You know, I can't say that if we, I can say that if we had those same opportunities, we wouldn't have had that chance this year, because again, I feel like we do more with our players and we, we really know how to draft as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He told me a story, Josue, which was so cool, and he had me laughing. Uh, he tells me, he's sitting there, Sean tells me how when they got the draft pick and it came up that they were number one, he tells me his wife and he and his wife were upstairs. And how'd you go with that story, Sean? What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, well, we, I mean, it was, it was tension. I mean, it was high drama in this house. And when uh, Charlotte came up at number two, I picked my wife up, I Picked her up. I was slapping her, and uh, we were yelling something. I mean, it was just craziness. I mean, but everybody was around town. You saw the reaction videos. I and we came downstairs, and the housekeeper was like, "Is everything okay?" <laughs> we were fighting up there. It was it was nuts. It was a madhouse. Just uh, where you go ahead, you ask him a couple questions. Well, you saw him a future Hall of Famer. I mean, guys, obviously, you've seen the tape. We saw what happened last night. It was it was his draft. It was no no surprise that he went number one overall. What about his game in particular? And of course, I'm sure there's a few things, but to you, what's the, what what stands out the most about him that that makes you say that's a Hall of Famer? If he goes through the San Antonio Spurs system, then that's a Hall of Famer one day. Everything, uh, you know, on the offensive end of the floor, I know that you know some people are enamored with him shooting the three ball and the way he handles it and the way he moves i like the fact that uh he can uh, facilitate he can make his uh, his teammates better on that end of the floor i love the fact that he dunks everything in the paint if you watch enough of his highlights and his tape every time he catches the ball anywhere near the basket he's throwing it down he's dunking and i and i i've said numerous times on our telecast that dunks beget dunks that means if you dunk 
hard on somebody and you keep dunking the basketball, guys are going to get out of your way. No one wants to get dunked on in this league. You go in there and you mean business, it's going to create easier opportunities for you. Yeah. Uh, no so, one wants to be on Instagram and be on right, a, a real. Right. Yeah. You know, one or two times you go in there, beginning of the game, you let yourself, you know, you let everybody know that you're there and everything you catch in the paint, you're going to throw it down. People are going to get out of the way. You're not going to have people, you're not going to have guys get so brave anymore trying to block shots. No one wants to, to like you said, be on YouTube or Instagram. Uh, so he finishes everything in the paint, uh, left hand, right hand. He's got great touch. He's got great footwork. And, you know, I've heard also, you know, people say, well, he's got to bulk up. But, you know, Cedric, this is, you know, this is not the 80s or 90s anymore. Yeah. This isn't wrestling that that happens to have a basketball on the court. That That's not the way this game is played anymore. It's not physical, uh, as physical. And so you can definitely get away with being, you know, 220 or 230. And he's probably, he's only 19 years old. He's probably going to put on. 20 more pounds, even if he tries not to, mm-hmm. you know? and so he's going to, his body type to me is going to be just fine. Uh, and that's just on the offensive end of the floor on the defensive end of the floor. He blocks everything. He blocks everything. He can cover, you know, a, a, a tremendous amount of space. Uh, I saw a video where, you know, guards get in there in the paint and you see them all the time where they use the rim to protect their shot. They play a little cat and mouse game. Am I going to put it up on the left side I'm going to put it up on the right side of the rim to keep it away from the shot blocker. Well, big fella, he covered both sides of the rim. He's got so much rain. There was a guard came in there trying to play this little cat and mouse game, and both sides of the rim were closed. Both He's like, sides of the glass were closed. Pick one. You know, that, that's like if you, you're playing pick and roll and, and if a guard gets in the paint, how is he going to get his shot off? You know, mm-hmm. he can, he can uh, you know, he can space shooters on the floor and still – block their shot. And so if you're an offensive player, that's in the back of your mind the whole time because you're wondering how am I going to get this shot off with this big dude lurking in the pain area? I mean, I really do see Jalen seeing himself as a number one elsewhere if things don't go the way they're supposed to the next couple of years. But anyways, so Southern fans are worried about that. But one thing that they're very excited about is this video that just came out this week of Robert Williams working out in the gym and man, what Max? Max, he's putting some he's putting some work in that gym. He's got the, the do, moves do, down. Do, he's putting the ball on the right. floor. He's not just catching alley oops, you know. Well, I made a great point of saying, do you see anybody over six five in that gym? Do you see? <laughs> I'm not saying oh, come on. <laughs> no, he, he he's right about that. In the fact that yeah, but going. look, I'm just happy to see him in the gym, and it's it's mid July. Okay. He's yeah. in the gym. This you isn't a, a a team Absolutely. event. Absolutely, that is a great thing. Now, what I want to see, does that go over to game conditions? Right. Because sometimes you revert right back to the norm. Are you going to put in enough work where you play with legitimate NBA players and you have to make that move? Because what we saw was him coming off the picks, you know, very slowly. I, I, I still like it, spotting up and knocking down the jump shots. I like that. That was good. But I want to see him in game conditions doing the same thing. Because we've seen a million guys over the, over the years be able to knock down shots in practice and do this and do that. And the big lights come on and you got players playing against you. And all of a sudden, all that stuff that you, you, you practice on 
that that stuff is going out the window. I do appreciate him doing that. That's a, a great opportunity. Now, make sure that goes into the game because one play I saw in that highlight you showed me, him pick and roll, how many times do we see him catch the basketball right there at the dotted line yeah. Instead of going in and shooting a little shot, we saw him kick the ball out to the corner. To the, the corner, yeah. Him and Al, that you said, drive me completely crazy. So if right. he's working on that and he's able to utilize that in a game, that's going to be a real good thing for the Celtics. Yeah, but again, there was nobody in that damn gym other than Rob <laughs> that was taller than me. And I'm six, I'm a little, a little on the north side of six feet. I mean, he looked like 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 a giant in, in the land of not. I'm not not so big people. Uh, put it that way. But to Max's point, though, I mean, I need. I wish I saw this two years ago, though. To be honest with you, because if I saw this two years ago, I'd be thinking like, damn. Just imagine how good he'd be in two years if he's starting to put in this work now. At this right. point in his career, it's like, shouldn't you been already doing this by now? And that's kind yeah. of how I feel about Rob. I want to see, are you going to be able to do this when you match that with Bam out of bio? And Al says that screen for you. Are you going to raise up when you get switched out on, on you know, if you've got like Tyler Hero guarding you, are you going to I'm raise right. up on him? Or, or, or will you bully ball him like you should when you get a matchup like that? How are you going to take advantage of the things that you are talented and gifted to do? That's the thing that bothers me more than anything yeah. else about Rob. There's so many things that he is physically gifted capable of doing and has opportunities to do them but rather than do that he kick it into the corner of grant williams or he's right. back over to jason tatum or he just you know he does anything and everything but do what all of us know that he can do which is play bully ball you six nine you got some meat on your bones now if you get you a little six one six two guard bully his you put his ass under the rim right, you right. put his ass under the rim yeah i feel like the year that they went to the finals that the ema season if you will I feel like it went from, okay, we're developing Rob to, okay, he's healthy, he's out there, he's getting a bunch of blocks, he's catching alley-oops, he's a finished product. And, and I don't understand why that was always the case. I mean, yeah, I get it. The the injury is always a concern. You always want him to be healthy. But I think the, the development was kind of stopped last season, you know? It was sort of like he's a finished product. I'm like, well, wait a minute, this guy is still young. He's obviously still got a, a ceiling above him, and the Southern sort of just were just happy with the fact that he was healthy last year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They put everybody in that low management program. I mean, damn, damn, they have to yeah. I'm with Al, Rob, uh, Brogdon. I'm, yeah. Damn. It stunted, it stunted his growth. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's, he's, still, he's still on the younger side, for sure. You guys are so right when it comes to that because it, it – there's a point I, I did understand, and it, it did work for the Celtics that they got as far as they did by managing by managing certain guys. But when you have younger players, as as you're around for a while, Asharaj, you saw this in in most cities. Young players want to play; they want to be on the floor. They don't want to have their minutes limited. They want to be every minute that can be. When you saw Chauncey early on, when you saw Rip early on, when you saw Paul Pierce early on, those guys were logging huge minutes. And it helped their development. 
picture down the line. We still got weeks before training camp, but Max, there's still plenty to talk about, right? Celtics fans are excited for this upcoming season. These workout videos keep getting better and better. And this one, I'd have to say, takes the cake, which is uh, not a video per se, but a picture of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the lab together. Max, can you believe it? Never have I ever seen this during the offseason. I've seen it during the season, but during the offseason, these two together working out. I mean, how significant is that for you? You know, I don't, I don't know. And I was, I keep thinking back to a couple of things that I, I've heard people, players say and said, uh, you know, they don't make each other better. Uh, mm. You know, they're, they're duplicate players. They're both great scorers. Uh, so, yeah, they do have to find out a way to uh, get better. The thing that made me laugh was, and, and I don't know how it worked out, was uh, that Jalen Brown, uh, did he suit up for the big three? That's the plan, yeah, for the championship or the all-star game, rather. Yeah, that would surprise me, too. I'm glad you brought that up, Max, yeah. Well, I ain't talking about Ice Cube's pumped. I'm talking about from a legal standpoint, how does that work out? Were you allowed to do that as a player? And how would that affect your contract if you got hurt? Right. I mean, but I guess I guess if you're playing in anything, you're playing in anything. I guess it it doesn't matter, but it's a little odd to me. And I saw where um, they were talking about him and uh, the first active NBA player to actually come to the three uh, big three. And, and it's huge for the big three. It gives them credibility. But I just thought it was a little weird for him to have his first year to do this and then have Porzingis essentially say, well, I have plantar fasciitis. And you know what? I ain't messing with this right now with my country. I'm going right. to not play at all, get healthy, so I can go to come into the season. So just a, just a little, hmm, made me, made me think for a minute. Yeah, I was surprised, you know, but then I thought about someone like Peyton Pritchard when he does these pro-am, right? I mean, the, there yeah. isn't a whole lot of blowback yeah. from that. So I, I guess it's essentially the same thing. You you would picture as being in like a 10, maybe 15-minute run. I'm sure it's not going to be that long, but it was really surprising to see that. I, I know it's a part of his uh, – his uh, charities raising money, so uh, you know it's not just him going out and falling out. I thought it was actually, excuse me, I thought it was actually just a suit up. I wouldn't think that he'd be actually playing. Yeah, uh, because my God, I'd be so uh, you know if you were guarding him, I'd be so careful, man. I can't can't injure this guy. Some crazy freakage right. happens, but you know, I guess I guess it's a good thing. I mean, you know, things are so interchangeable right now, and. Right. and and things fit so well together. I mean, did I ever think that, you know, Scottie Pippen's ex-wife would be trying to <laughs> marry Michael Jordan's son? <laughs> and it's Wait. big down here. People down Wait, here hold on, like, Max. You mean to tell me you're, you're surprised that Jordan and Pippen, they, they got a seventh ring, but not in the way that we thought it was going to wow. happen? Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was really cool. Right? You worked on that all week. I, I like that. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at it going, huh. That's really, really kind of strange, though, you know, considering that uh, Michael really has put out there like he is not feeling this at all for his son. Right. And uh, right. I know people are, are, are going to do what they're going to do. Um, but maybe father knows best here. I mean, <laughs> maybe this woman, this woman's done some. She hadn't been the most, you know, outstanding model of a woman considering <laughs> some of the guys and some of the things she's done 
Where... Uh, since she met Scottie Pippen, she has really done this. But on top of that, look at Dennis Rodman. Uh, Yella Yella. I think this is the girl he's going out with now. Uh, she's a Instagram model. And uh, she's 23. And he's 60. And he had her tat. He had her picture tattooed on the side of his face. Yeah, this is news to me, Max. I got to be honest. I, I don't know that about this. Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> this is true. This, this, this is it. He's, he's with a girl. Her name is not yellow. 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 You know, you see them yellow gals out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow, yellow. And, like and he's, he's with her. And uh, I'm thinking is what? What happens if you break up? I mean, well, <laughs> you break up with her. What are you going to do with the tattoo? I swear, those tats never go well, man. Like, no. it's never always in forever. Like, why do, they, why do people do these things? Well, do. You know, go with, why don't you just go with mom? Love your mom, <laughs> something like that. But that, that's it, you know, or, put, or you can put your kids up there or whatever. But right. you know, putting the wife and all this other stuff up there, it's a... It gets a little strange, but but getting back to where we were, it, it's been like that crazy NBA time where there's so much information coming at you about the NBA. Michael Jordan, I saw one of his uh, partners down here in Charlotte, and uh, we talked for a minute, and I was asking him about that, you know, some of the stuff. He's like, well, you know, Michael decided he was going to sell, but he's just so, you know, majority ownership and and he still has a lot to do with this team down here. So a lot of crazy things right now are happening. Uh, the whole D-Wade speech, which everybody talked about, his Hall of Fame speech was so great. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's just a, it's, it's an interesting time right now for the NBA, considering it's this offseason. 